episode two of the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. The episodes are a little bit off this week. Sorry about that. That's my fault. I just got back to school and my schedule is a little bit hectic and I haven't been feeling well lately, but I guarantee you the next episode will come out on time and I think I'm going to try to put them out on Sunday nights or Monday mornings, depending on how well everything wants to work for me. So I really hope you enjoy this second episode of the Nothing But Nonsense podcast, and I really hope you stick around for the rest and are subscribed and hit the notifications button to get weekly updates from us. So thank you very much for listening, and I hope you stick with us through the rest of our journey as we make of this podcast. Uh, enjoy the episode. Welcome to episode two of the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. If you bear through us, the bared with us through episode one, then you'll know who's on this, but if this is your first episode, well, welcome. I'm Andrew, your host, and we'll just go the same way I guess last time, so. I'm Matt. And I'm Dawson. Yeah, and so, you may have noticed, if you listened to the first episode, that some of the information may have been a little outdated. That was my fault. <laughs> for a little while, <laughs> the podcast may have vanished for a little while. I'm not going to name names, but it was on someone's computer, and the person has a Mac in the room. <clears throat> okay. In my defense, I knew it where it was. The last time I saw it in a file format, saved on my computer, it was sitting where exactly where I thought it would be. And when I went back to check it, it was nothing but 30 seconds of silence. Or you could say nothing but nonsense. It wasn't even nonsense. It was, it was just, just silence. It was just pure anger from my side. <laughs> yeah, this, the first episode would have been out in like late November, most likely. But it's going to be coming out in late December. And this, pro, uh, this episode will probably be out around New Year's, maybe. Which... I can add to something about that, but I don't know if you guys want spoilers. So For what? A Stan Lee cameo. No, we're not going to no. spoil it. <laughs> in which I saw. Yeah, Dawson in, saw Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, which was a great cameo, and it actually made me a little bit sad. But he is in that movie, so... Yeah, because that movie was... Yourself. Was that movie in production after he died? No, it was... Uh, he died after it was already, like, a month away from being in theaters... Okay. And, like, but, the, like, he died they in added November, to right? it, yeah, okay. they added to it, and, uh, at the end of the movie, they had a little, little thing for him, like they did for, uh, um, Carrie Fisher. Oh, uh, yeah. In episode eight of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, but I have something to add on to that. Sorry, I bit my tongue. Am I, <laughs> I may be tearing up for a little, for a quick second. But something I want to add on to, of that I forgot to mention that first episode which we will we will not bring this up anymore besides now is the debate about Star Wars and The Last Jedi my problem is that my last thing that I always want to bring up and this will be the last thing and I want we won't talk about it anymore because <laughs> sure, we, we pretty much beat it to death in the last episode yeah a little bit and so um, what I want to talk about is that Captain Phasma, who is the, for the uninitiated, is the silver-plated stormtrooper from The Force Awakens and uh, The Last Jedi. What, after The Last, after The Force Awakens came out, she got a book, a comic, and a whole bunch of other stuff dedicated to her origin story and figuring out who she is and everything else. That all built up to absolutely nothing in the movie. She got hurt. Spoilers movie, alert! But the last I, Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert! But she got her hand. In the, uh, I don't even think it would even happen in that movie. But she was hitting the. It was a two-second fight between her and Finn, 
And then that was it. It was nothing else, and she died. And now we're never going to see her again. Are and we sure she died, though? Because we thought she died in the trash. She fell into a pit. Seven. It's pretty much assumed that she's dead. <laughs> if they bring her back a second time, if they bring her back a second time, it's going to be absolutely ridiculous. And oh, yeah. It's just going to further like, my distaste for the sequels. I need that, but however. There was, a, there, was a, um, there was a deleted scene that played into that character that they were building up for. It was a character that was mistrusting disloyal and did everything that she could to preserve her own life she she the comic was about her hunting down and killing the guy that the guy that knew about her shutting off the uh shields for star killer base and so that was the whole character they built up and in a deleted scene for the for, for the last jedi that happens finn tells the stormtroopers that she's with that says phasma turned off the shield generator and you know what she does she kills all the stormtroopers that's surrounding her. And that lines up with the character that they would have been building up for this entire time. But then she go they delete they get rid of that scene and they delete it. That's yeah, that's really disappointing. That's yeah. like it would have been a really nice touch to that scene. That yeah. was overall actually kind of boring. Yeah. It was a and it was such a pretty dope. It was yeah. a stronger fight. And it made this movie um already lacking movie. It would have made it a lot better. And it just frustrates me that Ryan Johnson, in the edit, took that out and got rid of it, even though that was a much better scene. And the fact that they replaced the scene that they had with the scene that that is what fuels my distaste for last year. Instead, we get there, Finn calling yeah. her Chrome Dome. Well, yeah. there is one scene that I'm glad they took out of that little segment, and that's when Rose bites Hux's hand. I, yeah, you Hux, know what's funny? I, just a it's been so long since I saw that movie that I saw that on the internet. I thought that was me too. I did. That. I kind of thought that was in this movie too. I'm like, oh, like, I'm oh, like, oh, yeah, that happened. And then I re- then I saw somewhere that it was a deleted scene. I'm like, oh, I guess it. I guess that it didn't happen. Yeah, that is one cut that I'm like, thank goodness, because that would have made it even weirder. Yeah, I think it was about a week or two ago that the one year anniversary of the yeah. last Jedi came oh, yeah. out. I know that came out. Yeah, happened. I saw it around this time last year. And so. Uh, what I will say, though, is I'm actually, I'm pretty excited for episode 9. I'm because indifferent. Because it is, it's supposedly supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga, which I don't know how I feel about that, but I think it is a good move on Disney's part because they realize, yeah, they screwed up, but they need to, <laughs> they need to start rebuilding that fan base uh, from the bottom up again. They gotta give them something, because we talked about last they gotta give them something about, to like, believe in. Their Star the, Wars is dead. The purists who are like so into Star Wars that they'll rip apart anything they do wrong in their minds. So yeah, they need to try and do that part of the fan base of service. Hopefully not like yeah. the entire movie because I think that might ruin it. Star Wars will always have a fan base, but in order to get it back on the scale and uh, sheer level that like Episode Seven was on going into it, yeah, they need to basically just give themselves a whole reset. Like, they need to backtrack and make sure that, you know, they are listening to the fans, that they are making sure that their movies are what the fans want, Yeah. Mm-hmm. and, uh, like, they are actually in communication with the fan base, because they have the most interactive fan base among all entertainment. Yeah. Like, yeah. no other fan base is constantly either trolling uh, <laughs> the actors or the, or the people in charge... Or, like, commenting and talking to them about the things they want to see. Like, maybe, maybe Marvel. Marvel, Marvel comes Marvel, in like Marvel's a close. It's a close second. Except Marvel, they've done it right because they know exactly what the fans want. And the things that the fans don't necessarily want, they end up wanting in the end because they know that's how it should be. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. For the overall story. That's exactly what it is. It's that it comes down to what it, quote-unquote, quote should be. Yeah. Marvel like, does a good job of nailing that, whereas Star Wars, like, misses the mark like obviously i didn't want half of the avengers to die in infinity war spoilers yeah if you uh, what i have to say about the i mean if you haven't seen it see it because endgame is coming out in a few months what i have to say about the end people saying oh i haven't seen infinity war that's your own fault at this point if you have not made an effort effort to see it by now like i think within the first maybe month it should have been free reign on spoilers because it was just if Everyone you have not the spoilers now. If you're gonna see Infinity War and you actually cared, then you would have gone and seen it opening day or the weeks following. You yep. don't have much to say if you're like, oh, don't spoil Infinity War for me. It came out in April, but it's August. 
there's there's no way that you could have seen a spoiler. It, yeah. You could have seen it a matinee. Pirated off the internet. You could. You would have made. If you again, again, again go back to that. Okay, I already made my thoughts about that. But if you, you would have made an effort to see it if you had actually canceled. That's my opinion. Okay, so I think one more thing about Disney is that I understand of a, a uh, uh, what do you call it? An industry, uh, a studio, not bending. To the will of mob rule, mm-hmm. but it also comes down to the point. Ye- Star Wars fans are some of the most nitpicky, most oh yeah, ferocious yep. fans I think that are in the entire world at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I could think of a. It's because more they've been hurt so many part. times. Yeah, well, it's just yeah. that, and they go you don't have to bend yeah. to that rule, and you can take some creative liberties with each director who. Makes directs the movie, but you got to get to the point where you actually gonna you have to listen to your fans at some point. You got to listen to what they want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Clone Wars uh, TV show did a really really good job of that. Yeah, and that's it's why I think back. it's a good move for them to take take it and put it back on. You know, not necessarily. They're probably putting it on their streaming service. Yeah, uh, which. Is also smart because I'll I'll buy into that. Just I'm a pirate. Because, it. <laughs> uh, because uh, no, I'll buy into it because I want to see the end of the Clone Wars because that was something that like really caught my attention as a Star Wars fan and it hooked me. Even yeah. though I didn't know what to think of Anakin Skywalker having a Padawan originally, uh, but I grew to really love the character of Ahsoka Tano, who is Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. For those uninitiated. I haven't and, seen it, but I, I will. Yeah, eventually. it's in the very, very first... Like, it's in the movie, which starts off the series and stuff. But I... Yeah, yeah because the movie was in theaters and stuff. I'll, accept, I'll give you that. And that was the first Star Wars movie I had seen in theaters because Same, that was the first yeah. one that I was old enough to actually see the movie. I was eight years old. So, <laughs> yep. uh, that dates me. But, uh... <laughs> which isn't really saying much because, you know, I'm young. Yeah. But, uh... No, they did a good job, and I didn't think that was what I wanted, but it ended up becoming something I wanted because they did a good job developing the character and developing uh, the TV show as a whole. And, yeah, they did a little bit of fan service, but they also had creative liberties, and yeah. they did a good job at both because they, worked with they what were they concerned had. with the fan base, first of all. Uh, Dave, Dave Filoni does a really good job with that, but... They also... Him working with the fans is one of the yeah. best things about him. And mm-hmm. they also, uh, even going into Rebels, like uh, they ended up just taking a bunch of creative liber- liberties that made the show a whole lot better. I didn't know I wanted to see half the things they put in there. And it, yeah. that's why I enjoyed it. I, ne- it yeah, I never would have asked for it. And it gave me what the I stuff wanted. I saw. Yeah. yeah. So, and the thing about Star Wars these days... I could feel it a little bit with Rogue... Well, not really with, with Rogue One. I love Rogue One. I'm not giving... I only have, like, maybe one or two criticisms about that. And those are pretty, like, lax. If you ask me to say anything now, I wouldn't even know what they were. But I love that movie. <laughs> what are they? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't really feel the heart in it. You feel the heart with the Marvel movies. You feel the directors actually wanting to do something with it. You feel... Them actually believing in their projects mm-hmm. with Star Wars, they I feel like the directors are just treating it like another movie. Like Dave, like one of the other positive things, like Dave Filoni is my hero. I love him to death. He's one of the best people in Hollywood at this point. Like he's amazing. Yeah, he's I could I could talk for hours on why Dave Filoni is the best. But Dave Filoni is a fan. Like, he's been a fan. He talks, you ask him about it, and he'll talk about his favorite movies, he'll give you his list of favorites, and then he'll, he'll talk about how much he loves it. He's a fan, and you can really feel that, like, with him expanding the universe in his own way. But you don't feel it with Gareth Edwards or J.J. Abrams or um, Ryan Johnson. Like, you don't feel it with them. You feel it as just another movie. Like, Rogue One was good as it was because it was done in that style, the nitty-gritty, like, tr- uh, war movie but it, Force Awakens and Last Jedi they don't treat it as like wow this is an amazing property that I'm giving that I'm giving um, 
that getting the chance to work with that this is amazing. Like even George Lucas, as bad as the prequels are at some points, you could still feel the heart of a man who's working his best to do to what he his dream. To, to fulfill his dream and work with the property that he created from the ground up. That he's written all those movies, but you don't feel the heart anymore with these movies. And that's yeah. one of the biggest problems. It's actually kind of sad to think about that. Like just the fact that they almost they almost seem like they do not care that it's Star Wars. Yeah, it just feels like another movie, and yeah. it doesn't feel. Star Wars. Like you walk into a Marvel theater, you walk into a theater to watch a Marvel movie. It's like that entire movie. You're like, oh yeah, this is a Marvel oh, movie. Yeah. Like you, there's just that feeling in the yeah. theater. I got my criticisms with George Lucas and everything, and I'm not the I'm not a, like I'm not a praiser of George Lucas. Like thinking, it. oh Lucas takes back the franchise. Like he's <laughs> he's the savior that we need. I'm not saying that. I'm gl- I'm, I'm gl- glad that they handed it off and they're working with it differently, but. You just don't, it doesn't feel like Star Wars. Like, you gotta re, I can understand, like, trying to recreate a feeling, but even if Solo, like, Ron Howard, like, I can understand that he was given he was stuff given after it the last second. I think after he the, did a lot to save that movie. Actually. Yeah, I, did, I feel like I he did good. Where he put his touch in the movie, right. and I liked those touches. Uh, I won't go into too much detail, just because, I mean, it is, I don't a lot of people didn't end up seeing Solo. So I understand. I don't I, it's not like Infinity War where like, it got $2 billion in sales. It kind of flopped. So, I mean, people probably don't care about spoilers. I have my own theories about so about Solo and what made but it. Another interesting it is. thing is... Um, but that, again, wanted to you know, add to my point. It doesn't feel... Like, I liked Solo and I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. I did too. But I didn't feel Star Wars. It didn't yeah. feel... Like what it was supposed to be. It as just, a it just movie. felt like a movie. Yeah. No, as a standalone movie, it was great. As a Star Wars movie, it was okay. Well, it wasn't a Star Wars movie. It was a Star Wars story. Yeah. So, technically, it's not a Star Wars movie. It still belongs... Like It should still it's, feel It's got to like have it. that... Like It's like when you go theme. into like Venom. Which I didn't. Which, I didn't either. Yet. <laughs> or, or like Spider-Man the Spider-Verse or like the X-Men movies and you go in expecting a Marvel movie. Not necessarily an MCU movie, but you expect this sort of feel because it's Marvel and mm-hmm. all these characters you grew up with yeah. and you loved in the comics. You go in expecting that, and then you get something completely different, which is what you kind of got with X-Men Origins, but that's yeah. a story for another time. Yeah, we're not uh, going to go into that. But <laughs> what I think is interesting is the indus- an industry that owns both Star Wars and Marvel, two of the biggest franchises in, in the world right now. Yep is handling those two things very, very differently. One is struggling on one hand, and the other hand, the other is one of the most successful movie franchises in history. Like, uh, they've managed to do something that not many other, not anyone else has been able to do, is com- create an in-universe story of, of movies where they're interconnected and intertwined. Yeah, Copian Universe, which yeah. is the movies, yeah. They, mm-hmm. they started something that had never really been successfully done before, and it's been so effective to the point where their latest one, when everyone finally teamed up, and all of their movies, at least those that were alive, uh, <laughs> uh, ended up, uh, when everyone ended up teaming up, it broke $2 billion. Yeah. Which Star Wars was able to do, but it's gone down from there. Marvel's been going up and up and up and like, I can only imagine what the box office number is going to be for Endgame oh Endgame out. is going to be even more because everyone wants to know the, how Infinity War is it's going to break so many it's records it's going to break when, when Infinity War broke box office records I'm like wow I can't imagine what part 2 is exactly. going to do if Infinity War part 2 draws more people in because the people that didn't see Infinity War in theaters, they're going to want to see the finish to that in yeah. theaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if Infinity War good. broke records, the end game's just going to shatter them. Yeah. And so, I think this is going to be... I will good see point. it five yeah. times. I think this is a good point to segue away into the next talking point, the end game trailer, which at this point I think is probably about which Matthew hasn't seen because he avoids all trailers. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna if you're talk wondering about, why, listen to the first podcast. <laughs> We're going to talk about it briefly so we know spoilers for Matthew. But we're just thinking, I think we'll just talk about our overall feelings for it. Fair enough. This side of the podcast. 
We'll talk about their feelings. The, left the other side, side will talk. Will remain silent, and we'll have varying comments from here to there. Absolutely, <laughs> that's what I do best. But I, I think the Endgame trailer was about maybe, as of the, this recording, I think was. It was a few weeks ago, like about weeks two ago. weeks ago, yeah. two or three weeks ago. I think it came out like the. Was End it late? November. Was it late? November? I think it was like Thanksgiving week. No, I think it was after because it was way first week of December. No, it, it, it was December been. because. Yeah. I remember it was December because that's when all the trailers for all the new movies end up launching because yeah. December is like the biggest trailer month of the year. I felt like it was really recently year. because if yeah. you think about Thanksgiving, that's when we recorded the first one. So yeah. I feel like it was well after that. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a couple weeks after. So about two weeks ago. I think I watched the trailer about eight times. I watched it about half that, but I still... Excuse me. I, I've still seen Excuse theories floating around there already because people are so excited. Yeah, I'm not even it, touching but... those. I'm just saying. <laughs> I want to come in with my own thoughts, kind of. Like, I'm not overthinking, but I'm just... Oh, I've had my own thoughts since the end of Infinity War. Yeah. And I'm sticking to those, and I really hope I see those happen. Uh, even if I don't, I'm going to leave happy because I did not leave uh, Infinity War with my hopes and dreams and all the plans I had. Uh, being fulfilled. In fact, I probably had like one or two of them actually happen. <laughs> uh, and then I left thinking, wow, it was a much better movie the, with the direction they took it. Uh, so they did a good job with that. But like when the Infinity, uh, the, when the Endgame trailer dropped, I found it really funny because um, people were flipping out and uh, worrying and trying to uh, trying to guess what the the new Avengers movie would be called, and everyone was like, it's going to be Endgame. It's going to be blah, blah, blah. It's going to, like... Yeah. Endgame was on that list it was. of what people were saying. Well, and it was like, like, you know, Annihilation, yeah. The Gauntlet, and yeah. other random... I don't know what's like an Avenger, Annihilation. I would have liked it better. Annihilation would have been cool. Yeah, well, and then they were saying, like, The Last Avenger, because they th- everyone thinks Cap's going to die. Uh, I think he's something's going to happen to him, so he's oh, not going to be in future movies. Oh, that would have been movies. so clever if they would have gone with that. But... I don't think I don't. But think, I don't like it. <laughs> it would have been clever, but I don't like it. I don't think everyone's gonna die. I think some things are gonna happen. Like uh, I, I think Tony Stark's gonna retire more likely than he's gonna die. That makes sense. Uh, because they did reference him having a kid, or like foreshadow that in the first movie. So I, I don't, I don't know if he's gonna die. Uh, I can see it happening though. But I think I'd rather have Tony Stark die because it would just be a fulfilling. And to all of his like his arc so far, he sacrificed himself in both Avengers movies. I think technically you could say you could go for all three Avengers movies so far because the fight with Thanos was pretty much a, that was basically a suicide. He mission. was not really planning. I don't think he was planning on coming out of that oh, yeah. alive. I don't or think at least any of them were untouched at most. And but then you have him him blowing up Sokov- the Sokovia Island at the end of the battle for uh, and he's basically on the bottom of this like. 500 billion ton yeah. hunk of rock floating in the sky and then he goes and he blasts it and blows up and then he almost he, he almost kind of dies that way yep. and then in the first Avengers he takes the nuke up into space and mm-hmm. he there's a severe, severe a high chance that he could have died there so yeah, yeah. no what I'm really so I think it would have been a good it would be a good arc in my opinion yeah. would be a good arc yeah, to end one for, of the things I'm most excited for, though, for Endgame, is I'm a huge fan of time travel movies, and I, I have a very strong feeling that they're going to use time travel in the definitely. Avengers movie because that combine and that combines two of my favorite genres, superhero movies and time travel, which <laughs> don't get many, no, many niche of those. Genre. I mean, it's an incredibly niche genre. Superhero time X, travel. X Men: <laughs> Days of Future Past did it very, very well. I loved that movie. I still do. Some would argue that point, huh? Some would argue not me, but some would oh. argue that point. Yeah, well, I, I consider it a time travel I movie. Like I mean, like, doing it well. I feel oh. like the X-Men movies are extremely divisive. Divi- no, like, I've never even seen them. I think Days of Future Past... I enjoyed Days of Future Past. Like them, combined the two worlds that they had created in a very, very good manner. Uh, I don't take a lot of... The problem is I don't take a lot of stock in the X-Men yeah. movies. Like, yeah. I, I'll see an X-Men movie come out and be like... I'll see that sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah. like I still like, haven't seen. I still haven't seen Apocalypse. I saw uh, that twice, but that was because I worked at a movie theater at the time, <laughs> so I got to see it for free. That would help. <laughs> yeah, if you liked Marvel movies, don't work in a movie theater because I basically had. Oh, they ruined your weekend. <laughs> yeah, I had. Uh, 
I worked opening night for Guardians 2, and I had that spoiled for me real hard. I was like, wow, thanks. Yeah, somehow I got lucky. Um, uh, when I worked at the theater, uh, I worked at a, when I worked at the movie theater, I came right after, uh, <laughs> right after episode 7 for Star Wars came out. Oh. So I missed that. And I was very thankful for that because that broke so many records. So it means a lot of people were coming in and I would have been busy nonstop. Uh, but then later, like in like in the course of that year or months that I worked there, Civil War came out. <laughs> and Batman vs. Superman came out. That was like, that's a witch of war. Somehow, I didn't work Friday night for any of those. Lucky I got them all. Luck. And I ended up seeing the movies that night, ironically. Yeah. I'm like, haha, you suckers, like, you're working tonight, whereas I got it off. Uh, but so, you're real popular with your co-workers. No, I didn't. I didn't, tell them. I didn't rub it in their face, but because uh, I didn't go to that movie theater. I went to a different one, knowing I had the day off. But, uh, yeah, those that was a good experience. But, uh, Andrew, going off what you said earlier, didn't we literally not say anything when we went on Infinity War? Didn't we not say anything till we got into our car so that yeah, we wouldn't spoil so. it for any employees or other yeah. people who were planning on seeing yeah, it? Yeah, I think that was, yeah, <laughs> I, I hate when that happens to me when I'm like, when I hear somebody that came out of a movie I'm going to see be like, oh my gosh, when this happened, I'm like, oh, that's Especially for the spoiler. employees, I feel like that the worst because I was one of those employees and oh, I didn't, yeah. ha- I never have movie spoil for me i had it by actually going into the theater oh, yeah. theater well, and hearing the spoilers that was my part oh, because like, you were you were not sure yeah. i had to work concessions so i didn't have that problem as much because people coming up to me were people going into the movie not coming out right. of the movie so, so they if they spoiled the movie it would have been really weird yeah no <laughs> <laughs> if they spoiled the movie it would have been like hey did you see the beginning of like uh captain america civil war i'm like uh no they're like, well, this happened. Uh, well, maybe you should get in the movie and finish the rest of it. <laughs> maybe, you should, maybe you should stop spoiling it for me and go figure out what actually happens. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But that I don't think people really could. Sorry, yawning. Not good. Very bad. Um, a lot of people don't consider the employees as part of like the people who are spoiled. Like you think, oh, I won't. I'll talk about it, like on my way out of the theater past the employees and then once I get into the lobby I'll be quiet because then people will be coming in to see the movie yeah. but then you don't think about the employee well, and it's who's funny. standing there waiting for you, all of you to get out so yeah. he can do his job of cleaning up it's you, funny whenever there's a bigger movie though people crowd in like the lobby and they're like oh did when this happen and yeah. stuff because a lot of times they're coming out in the winter and no one wants to talk outside exactly yep so it's interesting the <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the po- talk one of the points I wanted to bring up was the, the Holocaust of Marvel Netflix shows that is, was that was happening a little while ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, everyone was freaking out because they thought that they were canceling all of them. I don't think they're canceling them. They've canceled them. I think they're putting them on their Disney They're not going to do that. They've said that they're not doing that. Really? They've said that the, the shows are over, and the, but the character stories will continue. So, for so those, they are still yeah. canon. For those who, for some reason, don't know, Marvel shows... Why'd you look at me? I don't know. I know those things. of you that don't have Netflix. Actually, those, that includes me now. So. <laughs> for, those who do, for those of you who don't know, Marvel canceled Luke Cage, Daredevil, and then Jessica Jones, and so all of and them, the Defenders. I think they canceled the Defenders even way before this. Defenders was canceled, I think, right around the same time as Iron Fist. Iron Fist just Iron Fist, yeah, Iron Fist was canceled was first, bad. but everyone didn't like Iron Fist, so no one thought anything of it. But then they canceled Luke Cage and, and then Jessica Daredevil, Jones and then De- Daredevil, and but now Punisher I think is the only one left and it's gonna finish. It's out. gonna cancel as soon as the new yeah. season airs yeah. because they can't yeah. have all these rights to it because Disney is they're they're taking all their property out of Netflix because mm. they need. I think it's kind of they're, they're trying to compete stupid. with them though. I mean, and if you're not gonna put it on though. your own streaming service, you're still making royalties and revenue. Well, I think they're going to do something different. Because they did say the characters will still exist. And part of those people, like those actors' contracts is they can appear in the movies. Yeah. So it is possible to see them in the movies. And it is possible to see them in a different variation of that in a Disney uh, streaming service. Just as I don't think they're going to have a a mature rating on them, though. 
because I don't think anything on the Disney streaming app is going to be rated mature. Right, and that's my problem with Disney is they're not willing to have a mature show, and I don't well, get it. They I understand. Brand, though, I understand their brand, but then it's like also it's also the part of like, come on, guys, hmm. you got your own service, you got your own thing. Just let go. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Daredevil not the biggest one of those shows? I think Daredevil. It, was I think it was. I okay. think Jessica Jones kind of was a, a heavy competitor with it because I think Luke Cage might have even been more heavy. Well, I think the second that season kind of uh, a lot of people didn't like it as much. I did hear that Daredevil season three was like tanking as it was. Like, yeah. there's a lot of backlash revolving. Obviously, I haven't seen it, so I don't. And know I think about they kind of maybe made it a little bit more on the negative side. To as like soften the blow for when they did drop the bomb and oh, shows were that's over. Sneaky. Yeah, sneaky so dogs. I wouldn't put it past them, honestly. You know what? That makes a lot more sense. It is actually. smart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, smart is a word I wouldn't use. Conniving, <laughs> sure. Yeah, Secret something like that. Sly. But it's like, why cancel the shows when you're already you put forth these shows for about? I think Daredevil came out in like 2015. Yeah, 2015. something like that. And so it's been around for three years, and it's had three seasons. So people know that these shows exist. It's not like it's like a secret thing that these shows were very un- unsuccessful and they were put away, shoved behind, swept under the carpet. But these shows are very popular and have a very strong fan base. Yeah. So you still have the people who are willing to look at these shows and enjoy them. And so it's like. Why not just have them around so that you can have this extra money flowing into your pocket? It's also they... very interesting because uh, those were those were the few Marvel shows that were actually successful. If you notice... Marvel TV is not good. Marvel TV <laughs> is actually not the good. opposite of how... DC has very, very good television shows. Right. In my opinion, different than that for the most recent seasons. Oh, well, I, I enjoy all of the new seasons uh, for the most part, except I don't care for the new season of Arrow. Uh, I haven't cared for the season of Arrow since, like, season two. Yeah, no, they, season <laughs> five. Season four was all right. Season five was, uh, season I, six. I loved season five. Just Were they, they in season seven? Yeah, they're in season seven. Yeah, I, I season, season six, six was, was kind of a drag. Season six, I season didn't Season seven, finish. I stopped I watching three episodes in. I haven't even started season seven. I haven't even finished season six. But The Flash, I'm still going strong. I watch every episode as it airs because I, I just love The Flash. I was say, that has been like a long time staple in your TV watching. Yes, no, Flash. like that is the one show I'm committed to. Even if it like is awful, I'm sticking with it because I really do care about like the story arc of the characters, and I think they've done a good job with it. Um, yeah. I think out of the DC shows, that one is the best one. That's just my opinion. And there's me, and like my TV time consists mostly of like of like TV shows, quote yeah. unquote. And it's like I watch like Survivor and stuff like that. Yeah. Reality I'll, shows. Outside of that, I watch like sports. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't even, I don't watch TV. I watch Netflix shows. Yeah, and that's pretty much. I watch Netflix shows, YouTube, and maybe some Amazon shows, <laughs> and that's pretty much it for me. Amazon shows. What's on they, Amazon? <laughs> they got some pretty good shows. Really? Really? I was watching one called uh, "Man in the High Castle," and it's about a man the, in a high castle. <laughs> How high is his castle? <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, but it's the it's what if the Germans what if the Axis powers won World War Two. And so the Germans and the Germans and the Japanese invaded the U.S. and they've taken control of like the Germans own pretty much everything west of the rock, uh, east of the Rocky Mountains, and then the Japanese own everything on yes. the other side. And so is this historically accurate? Yes. <laughs> Can't you tell? <laughs> but it's actually, it's a really good show, and I need to. I was I've taken a break of watching it, but I need to go back and finish the first season again. It's a really good show. Yeah. So if you have the chance to watch it, I suggest you. Horror type stuff is pretty interesting. I think that's why I like Rogue One so much. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't. We don't want to jump out that conversation. All but uh, no, I, I find it interesting that the, the DC shows are more successful than the Marvel shows, and then their movies. Everyone always compares them to the Marvel movies because they're like, well, they're not as good as Marvel. But I think, you know, they're trying to develop their own. Yeah, well, they were trying to develop their own kind of. Uh, their own brand to make them stand out and I think they were the one of the few like I mean not that there's many but uh, they were one of the few superhero or uh, sci-fi brands that could have gone a darker approach yeah uh, and you know what we're talking about kind of space DC oh, okay. yeah 
uh, their movies, I think they could have gone a darker approach. But now they've started to shift toward a Marvel kind of movie style. So now they're basically Marvel, two, like they're, they're a version of Marvel. They're Marvel yeah. 1.5. Yeah. They don't stand it. No, not 2.0. And I think that's one of the things that goes to their faults <laughs> is that they try. They're this trying. Is what I, I've had this already. I've yeah. talked about this before. What? I don't think it was on last episode. I don't think we even talked about DC last episode. We didn't. Okay. So. But my opinion on the DC universe is that they were, they they were playing catch up before their movie, before their first movie even came out. That's true. Yes. They would be playing catch up, even if they weren't even trying. Like they, if they're they're trying right now, but if they were not trying, sorry, they would still be trying to play catch up because Marvel has had had this lightning in a bottle, one in a million shot. Of creating this fantastic multiverse of, or multiple uh, cinematic universe of these different movies mm-hmm. that have all co- cohesively fit oh. together, and DC is struggling to put together their own. Yeah, well, and even even uh, early two thousands when it was just the Spider Man trilogy and then the X Men uh, trilogy, like those were successful, and then DC they've got a, a couple flops in that, yeah. uh, like uh, Superman Returns and stuff like that, like they didn't have much success because uh, they they didn't know how to establish who they were at that time. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think Marvel has established themselves as a brand because you go into a Marvel movie, you know exactly what to expect, but you also come, come away from it a little bit surprised. DC, they're trying to replicate something that uh, they don't necessarily have to or they didn't have to, but now I think they've cornered themselves and they're going to have to basically be a copy of marvel until they can kind of stand on their own two feet i think aquaman was good i saw that uh the day before i saw it christmas eve i found it really really um involving and i found myself engaged like the whole time uh there were a few funny moments uh so they are going with the more humorous light-toned approach but i i think they did a really good job with this one not not as good as wonder woman wonder woman is in my opinion, the best DC modern DC movie, mm-hmm. you know, outside of like the Dark Knight. I didn't uh, care for Wonder Woman that much. I found it really good. Uh, Looking back on it, I didn't like it that much. Yeah. I, I loved it. Uh, I think they did a really good job with it. But I also or did you just them. love looking at Gal Gadot? No. <laughs> no, I, I saw it with my girlfriend, so that's kind of that's kind of a weird thing to do. Uh, yeah, no, I did not go for Gal Gadot. I had never heard of her before that. Uh, <laughs> you were not the only one. Yeah. So I, I went in. I was like, oh, Wonder Woman should be good. Uh, and I like I like historical wartime movies, like World War II movies. I love those. Uh, and that's... They had a very militaristic like, kind of feel to it. And I think that worked for them. I think it was a darker movie, but she added a brightness to it. And I think what DC very well could have done even with Aquaman is they could have had a darker story but the hero in that story is supposed to be like the light that starts to you know yeah build throughout the whole movie that mm-hmm. brings hope mm-hmm. uh, whereas Marvel movies you go in it's humor on both sides like yeah. the, the villain is gonna have some like playful conversation with the hero like uh, that's that's just how even Marvel comics are but DC even in the comics, there's a much darker tone to it, and I think they could have they could have taken that and run with it, but they they decided to be a comic. It's unfortunate that DC is viewed in like such a negative light in the movie industry because they haven't put out horrible movies. I mean, I haven't seen Justice League. Suicide heard that. Squad. Oh, that one. I, yeah, still I also haven't heard seen that. that I haven't either. Cared enough. Don't watch. I haven't it. seen Suicide Just Squad. I haven't seen the trouble. Haven't seen Justice League. I've heard it's both of those were pretty bad. Justice League was. But, I I left. With a better opinion of it than I went in with, yeah. Because I thought it was going to be awful. I left thinking it was okay. And uh, I think that's. Not, I, I don't think that's really speaking to the testament of Justice League. If you yeah. go in expecting nothing and come out with something, I don't think that's really. I think that's the way I went in as well. I don't think that's really kind of speaking to the testament of D of DC of like, yeah. oh, I came in expecting absolute garbage and came out with a very. A very moderate opinion. Yeah. 
And no, like they, other movies they put out, like I I personally enjoy Man of Steel. I also personally enjoy Batman vs. Superman. And then you won't be seeing any more Superman because uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He, he ended up quitting. I haven't seen Wonder Woman, but I've heard it's really really good. I've heard, heard it's one I should see. No, he quit. Did he, he actually quit? Want, he did not want to be Superman. He didn't want to shave his mustache. Yeah, that's <laughs> the same thing with uh, what's his face. Uh, um, words. <laughs> Dead air. Um, are you thinking? No. Uh, are you thinking? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. He, does he doesn't want to be Batman either. So yeah. and apparently nobody started. wants to do anything for the role that they were hired. I didn't yeah. think Ben Affleck was a good enough Bruce Wayne. He kind of took like the Batman character into Bruce Wayne a little. I don't too think much. they've given him. They've given up from the free. That's true because they haven't. They haven't actually given him his own movie. He was standing, for Batman v Superman and Justice League, he was standing in the shadow of Superman through the entire thing, and it didn't give him enough chance. Like, he they needs his movie. should have left Superman dead in yeah. that movie. He's just adapting to the universe that, D, that DC built up in uh, the movie that I'm trying to think of. Batman v Superman? Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Oh. I will be yelling with exclamation a lot about things that come to my brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so... And so they was they built up a universe in Man of Steel of a dark, gritty universe, and it kind of like they're trying to force Batman. It's like they're trying to force a puzzle piece into a puzzle that they built prior yeah. into a random piece that they just found. And it's like it doesn't really fit. Like mm-hmm. and he, he doesn't. He just seems out of place, yeah. even though that they jammed it in there and used a hammer to bang it in there and try to make it fit as much as that. He still feels out of place because he hasn't had the chance. To make his own, to what be his own. What they should have done is built around the Dark Knight trilogy because that was successful. That was really successful. No, um, I think they did good with that. Like, they did good with it, but I don't think it was a good place. Well, they should have. They should have took off running with it. Like, not necessarily build it around Christian Bale and his Batman, but build it around like that style. But technically, Batman was dead at the end of those movies, so. Or was he? No, he was. He was the Batman character. Was yes, the dead. character was Bruce dead. Wayne was alive, but Batman. But in the comics, was... how many times has he died and come back? Batman, Batman hasn't really died. Yeah, well, he's, every character he's has faked died his and death and come yeah. back, but the Batman, like as far as Gotham knew, Batman blew up with a nuclear bomb. He flew out into the Atlantic. So, as far as yeah. they know, Batman's. Dust floating in the wind <laughs> of a radioactive sea. Kind of like uh, all the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but that I think it would have they would have ruined it if they had tried to make a universe out of that because the ugh, sorry words. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the word stupid vomiting out of my mouth right now. Um, Exclamation point! <laughs> <laughs> the universe that they built up with the DC. With the DC uh, Batman Nolan films, is that it's a realistic universe. All of the characters, I think we even talked about this last week, or I've, I've either talked about it last it. week or we've talked about it in just life. Yeah. Because we have these conversations all the time. Because we do have lives. And I think I yeah. even talked, I think, no, I think I talked about it with someone at school a little while ago. But the Nolan universe was built on the fact that it was a realistic universe built in realistic era and like even batman as far flung as his gadgets are we're still based in some realism if you've got a billionaire yeah. if you're a billionaire and you've got no like uh people stopping you or holding you back you could create the bat the batwing you can create the batmobile you could do whatever you want mm-hmm. because these people there's no one and to so stop you <laughs> and you've got a bunch of money and a company to hide it behind so like yeah, scarecrow when it came down to it now. <laughs> Scarecrow wasn't this weird, mystical dude. It was just a dude in a mask who was a scientist and knew how to mix chemicals together. Ah, and that was... He drugged people. Yeah, literally. He <laughs> drugged people. That was the end of it. It was a hallucinogenic gas, and that was it. And I think well, that's what Marvel's ended up doing anyways. They've made yeah. their characters more realistic to Even the time for, period we're in. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people were skeptical going in, like, oh, I don't know how it would be if, like, I see Captain America in a star-spangled banner suit and stuff like that, like, because uh, you know the superhero costumes aren't always that practical and yeah. uh, that realistic. But they've they've given it a more realistic approach. Like Captain America's uniform is more of a military-styled 
uniform yeah. and they've adapted it like and they even brought back like the original kind of suit when he's like performing in front of people in it doesn't look like Avengers. he's wearing like most of like the mostly original sh- suits are pretty much as a joke in <laughs> the marvel movies like captain america's suit that he wore during his parade around uh america in the first avenger was pretty much a joke on his original suit mm-hmm. with the wings and his yeah face and everything and then Iron Man's Mark One suit was basically based off, basically based off of his uh, his original suit and like the way it looked and stuff. Yeah. And then the modern approach came with the Mark Two and the Mark Three and blah yeah. blah. And, so and now they're so. going off of their modern comic approach. Like, uh, I mean, even with Thor, like in the first movie, you see his, that's the only time you see his like original helmet with like the wings on the yeah. side. They get rid of it because it looks dumb. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like if I'm you were to have that, I'm glad they got rid of it. We had that in the movie. It was dumb. Yeah. It, was, it looked dumb. Yeah, but whereas when in Thor Ragnarok, they show him in like a more modern kind of helmet when he's in the battle. Or exactly. Like, and and again, cool. it's a joke. It was a yeah. joke looking at like a point like Pokemon like, hey, 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 look at that. It looks like his original helmet. That's really funny. So there you go. And then so on and so forth. You kind of think about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Words. Words. <laughs> yeah, my gosh. Uh What's next? I, I want to look at my top 10 points. Just so yeah. I can cut out. Figure something yeah, out. Maybe. Time to cut out this part of the podcast. Do, 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 Thank you. Do, do, do. Okay, well, I there's one thing that's not really, it's kind of sideways out of nowhere. This is just one of the points I had written down for this episode. A little while back, I was getting these weird ads talking about TikTok. No, not even that. We're not even, we'll talk about that in a second. Oh boy. But we'll talk about that in a second. And so. That episode. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, we'll talk about that in a second. But I was getting these ads for this weird campaign that I guess Vancouver, Canada was putting out about gays in Vancouver or like transsexuals in Vancouver. Like it was really weird. I got like five or six of these was ads. Was it for like a product? Or no, was it was just people to... telling their stories about how... Was this the... an email? Was this Facebook? No, it was on uh, YouTube. It was these ads before my oh, video. Ads. Okay. Like, I w- it was so random. I don't even know where it came from. That's odd. Because it was just like people talking about how welcoming and how accepting the community of Vancouver was. I was like, good for you, I, I guess? I live in not Canada. I don't <laughs> even live in Canada. It's like, are you trying to get me to go to Vancouver? There was this Because I'm, I'm straight. And I'm not going to Vancouver anytime soon. There was this one ad where... Um, I'm like, there's why? One, there was this one ad I kept seeing that I could literally quote the entirety of just because I had seen it so many times. This was a Facebook ad. Which one was it? I, it's escaping me right now, but the number of times I saw it was just absurd to me. Yeah, I get like, those ads. Eventually, they'll notice that like I don't click on it. I don't like scroll. I don't like yeah. sit there looking at it for a long period of time. Okay, I do because I've seen the entirety of it. But like, they must know that I don't click on it, so they figure if uh, after I see it enough times, they should have some algorithm in place where if I don't click it, they won't show it to me anymore, right? Yeah, I I don't know. They, I don't know. I don't know how like all the cookies work and stuff for that. It's probably from like a site or whatever that you visited at one certain point in time or whatever, or like your age demographic. Uh, like from an app you use, uh, they think you'd be interested in a certain product. I don't know. My favorite thing and is when I like just keep pushing the product. My favorite thing is when I look on Amazon for like um, I don't know something I was buying recently. Oh, I was gonna buy my dad a disc for Christmas, a disc golf disc. So like I was searching it up on Amazon or whatever, and then I go to fa- I like close that out, go to Facebook or something, and it's like immediately there's ads for like here's this disc, here's this disc, here's this disc. It's like weird how it works like that. Yeah, it's kind of creepy too. Cause it it's is like well, uh, I yeah. but at least I can like make sense of it and be like okay, it pulled it from this app. That's how they. Yeah. Ha- it's not like it's. I like that I can know where like it's that. coming from. Yeah, but exactly. I also am a little creeped out by the fact that they're tracking like every single little thing I do. It is weird. Uh, and it's just, that's not even, like, the government. That's, like, corporations. That's where we live in. Yeah. <laughs> the corp- corporate rule, uh, corporate world almost runs the, com- uh, runs, the, like, the, the world the world more than the government does, and it's crazy. It is a little odd. Corporate world makes, corporate corporations is what make the world go around, and that's what a lot yeah, of people don't like about the modern age. Is that corporations, even though we don't want them to, have such a stake and such a, strong hold on our lives and what we do in our day-to-day basis. Money. Like, 
I'd like to say that the commercial is showing the different foods of McDonald's or Burger King or some restaurant or uh, like Applebee's or uh, TJ Fridays or like name restaurant and like they have their foods on the table. I'd like to say that those ads don't work for me, but they absolutely do. They do. They make me hungry. And they make me want to go to the place. They make me want to eat the food. Okay, well, there's some, there, me, there are some <laughs> there are some restaurants that I won't name where it doesn't matter how many ads I see for them, I'm not going there. Chili's. Yes. Like if I, I have if I have if I have if I see an ad for a place I don't like, then I won't. Be hungry, but if I see a flash an ad for a place I do like, just, or just randomly, I'll be like, "Oh, that looks good. I'll probably go there sometime." I'm yep. going into advertising, and there's still there's just ads that annoy the crap out of me. There's like, ads that annoy everybody. Like, <sighs> Chili's is one of them. That's why I mentioned that. Uh, just because their jingle up. is obnoxious, and every time it comes on, I the baby back thing. The room. Yeah, <laughs> I just find is it jingle. Is that even a jingle anymore? I know they yeah, brought it back. No, they, but... They brought it back for a little while. It always confuses me when companies change yes. their like yes, when companies change their slogans. Well, I worked for Chili's when they launched that, and they showed us a sneak peek of it. I'm like, no, this is awful. Why? Like, why are you putting this on TV? You're not going to get sales. People ended up coming into the restaurants. So, uh, what about this free uh, baby back rib deal? Like ten dollar baby back rib. I mean, you tell, like, I mean, you tell people there's a deal, they'll come. I'm yeah. like, well, half the time, a lot of the ads, they were just like talking. They were like, baby back, baby back. Uh, and I'm like, that's not a deal on baby back ribs. That's just the advertisement. Oh, that's not the like, advertisement. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, people came in and they're like, so, uh, I heard there was a, I saw there was a deal on TV about, for baby back ribs or whatever. And I'm like, nope, that's just our just awful that. advertisement that Wait, isn't very clear on what it is, was. That is what I used to get at Chili's. I used to get baby back ribs. Then I got tired of having to clean my hands all the time, so I just get steak. <laughs> I don't think there's anything more... Pretty low stakes. Like, it's not manly or Neanderthal-like than eating a rack of ribs. Like, you're just like... I, it makes it you feel like I'm a hell. Yeah. You're like, give me the ribs of an animal and let me just... Tear the flesh off of its bones and in, the, in the messiest way known to man. Yeah, in literally like the both the grossest way. Like, let me just rip this flesh off. It's like you're it, basically a caveman. Like, it's like most, one of the most Neanderthal things that in like the modern age. It's one still of the around. most. Weird but they're good. That they're I've good. Seen. I'm not saying that they're not good. I'm just saying it's really ironic. Yeah, one of the yeah. most hilarious things I've seen is my grandma dig into a bunch of like barbecue. Did she use fork and knife? No, oh, barbecue doesn't. ribs and uh, yeah, she had it all. Fork over and her knife on a pizza is a sin. And I was just like, just gonna this say. is hilarious because I've never seen my grandma like eat anything messy before, and then yeah. I see her eat ribs and she's got it all over her face and hands. I'm like, grandma, <laughs> like, it is weird. And it yeah. was her birthday dinner request. Yeah, okay. like, hey, I'm like, I did not see that coming from you, <laughs> Okay, fork and knife with pizza. What about what about Chicago deep dish? Hmm. You can't pick that up. I mean, you can't. Yes, you but can. like, it's not with that attitude. You can't. <laughs> I've never seen anybody. I've never seen anybody pick up a Chicago deep dish pizza because you know, they're like this thick. Well, and actually, I have. Like I haven't even done it myself. No, in uh, in August when I was in Arizona, I ended up. Uh, we ended up getting Chicago style pizza. In Chicago style pizza in Arizona. Well, they had they had a really good place there. They I think don't. It's funny. They don't here. Yeah, I get that. But uh, yeah, actually, there was one good place I ate once was Chicago style. That well, I don't really like. Place... I don't like Chicago style really at all. But I like love it. What, I, what I'm saying is that I don't. But I'm also I'm like French. But I knew a place Canadian that had German, and I love my. My carbs. See, I'm allergic to dairy, and the, you know, deep dish pizza. There's a whole lot of cheese on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of no, like. But I get where you're coming from with the Chicago style deep dish. That that makes sense. It's hard. I, I That's the only exception. But if you're eating like a thin, I, I did not use a fork and knife for that though. Eating regular pizza with a fork and knife. Well, I, I mean, he was eating. That's weird. That's fine, but I'm just saying. I used to pick up all. I pick off all the pepperoni. So. I used to do that too, but then I got over it because I thought, oh, what? I thought they were too spicy because I, I, know. I have no spice tolerance at all. Like the nacho cheese at Taco Bell makes my. Uh, used to make my eyes water, and then I realized I got a man out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like <laughs> ever since then, you know, I've I've had. Like, it's just that easy. Just tell yourself but, to man up, and you can eat anything spicy. Well, I just I just <laughs> suck it up, and like uh, uh, when my eyes start watering, I. I like to imagine myself like, uh, uh, have you ever seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? I have. Yeah. Well, the second movie, like the guy's like, get back in there, it's here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to, 
Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs came out on Netflix recently, and I've been wanting yeah, to watch. That. I wanted to watch it, but I was. It came out when I was still at, back at my apartment when I was going when I was at college. But where is I'm, it? I'm Andy a, Samberg in that movie? Yeah, he's the chicken guy. Yeah. And so, like, I wanted to watch <laughs> it, but I was also like, it's going to make me really hungry for the foods, and I have little access to so little food right now, like, I, I'm not, I don't really want to put that into my I mind just, of yeah. all the opportunities. I love the way uh, the machine says the foods. Yeah, I, yeah. Even oh, though yeah. people don't get it, I just love to, like, say, like, cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Like, like I quote that movie more oh, than most, oh. probably, just because it was bigger part of my childhood like mm-hmm. I'll, and I quote the most dumb lines like the monkey saying Steve like, <laughs> like, I just say the one liners that don't even really matter that's in the my problem because I'll quote like it's like I quote movies in day to day life but it's always like the most obscure lines I quote like there's radio shows I listen to where like they have like these drops that they play I'll quote those no one else I know listens to those radio shows. <laughs> so I'm walking so I'm like walking around going like beef, if you will, and like no one knows what that means. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Long oh, story, I'm not going to explain it. So <laughs> I, I I did get one of your very ambiguous quotes one time and it was from uh, uh Penguins of Madagascar. See, I didn't I've never <laughs> seen that movie. <laughs> Like, or it was like something like Madagascar. I'm like, oh, I know that reference, but it was yeah. very, very obscure. I'm like, I don't even know why you quoted that. Like, <laughs> I have, I have the best memory about the <laughs> dumbest things. I could tell you like a lot of music lyrics. I could tell you a lot of movie quotes. I could tell you like random information you don't need to know, but like I can't memorize like you know science for exams and stuff. Like, no, I know some later. stupid random information too. That's I don't know. I, I think we all know. It's probably like, like we all know a fair amount of stupid facts. Yeah, but. Bananas are We're coming a little close they to ta- time about now, but I, I want to come back to what Matthew was talking about a little earlier about TikTok. So, <laughs> I have so I'm amazed you came back to that. I have feelings positive and negative about TikTok. Positive? The positive feelings I have is that some of the stuff, the people on there, who some of the true TikTok users would consider bullies and abusers and blah 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 like that. It's like yeah, whatever. But those people who make the ironic TikToks are actually really funny. Okay. I enjoy those because some of those are actually really funny and make me laugh. Because I'll have to watch like a compilation of the ironic ones, but the unironic ones are like, oh my goodness. And that comes in, into the thing like, I was a, I was a large, I was a, a huge proprietor of Vine when it was around. Uh, I yeah. very much enjoyed Vine when it was here. And it's recently, not recently, it's probably about a year ago, maybe probably last year sometime. The or earlier this year, I can't even remember the. Uh, the creator of Vine talked about Vine 2. And something, I was like, oh, everyone was like, oh, Vine 2, it's going to be so awesome. It's like, oh. But then again, you have the problem of you can't recapture the good, the greatness that was Vine. <laughs> it was like, you can't, because then the culture of like all these ironic memes that came out of like, um, came out of uh, Vine that people quote so often. You couldn't recapture that. It would just be people trying to recreate what what, what it was, and then yeah. you'd have all the bad stuff from from the end of Vine. Like Vine was getting to the point where it's like, I'm kind of glad, and I'm kind of not. I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of upset that it died a little bit, and so because it was just getting to it was at the like peak, but then I'm glad it died because if you look at like some of like the most popular users at the time, were it's like. Those people, you look at the content now. It's like I'm glad that they're not on it because then, if Vine Two came out, those all those users that were on Vine that he hated would also <laughs> go over to Vine Two and be like, oh come on. And so what TikTok is now would probably be what Vine Two is. I'm kind of glad that TikTok is here so that Vine Two probably will not happen. Yeah, the only reason I even know what TikTok is is just because of Facebook. For some reason, Facebook runs a million ads for it, and I TikTok always is. see it. I don't even know how. I ever even heard about it. but like I've seen it like randomly I'm just like what is this like another version of Instagram or whatever like yeah. that's what I thought it was I don't I still don't even know fully what it is it's I, it's, it's stupid yeah it's bad <laughs> the amount the amount of effort people put into those is a little disturbing mm-hmm. yeah alright so one of the last things I want to talk about is back to the realm of movies back to the future 
the Kim Possible live-action Disney movie. What? What? You've not seen this? No. no. Oh, my goodness. I love the Kim Possible, too. <laughs> it, no, you will hate this movie oh, so much. What about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Oh, oh I did, my see, God. I did see a poster for that. Live at work. It looks freaky, like, how real they're trying to make it look. Like, I, I yeah. just, Is this the one with Chris Pratt? No. I, well, I was going to say, if you saw that one, that one's fake. Oh, good. Oh, but I honestly oh. would. I was a little excited at first. I was thinking, I think Chris Pratt might bring this movie back around. Like yeah. kind of thinking that. It's like he's one of those actors that can movie. save crap for uh, Sonic. Oh, he's yeah. not. Is there he, a trailer out for that? Sonic. No. No. Just like they just put out. The I saw like a poster of it. They put the promotional on stuff Christmas out. Christmas Eve, and I'm like, this looks weird. I don't think I'm gonna watch that. I probably won't. But the live action Kim Possible movie yeah, is sorry just about that tangent. Just wondering. It's <laughs> so. Bad. It's oh, just, no. it looks so awful. It's like, just no. Disney's trying to do a quick cash grab off of it. It's not coming on theaters. It's like a straight to DVD. It's not straight to DVD. It's straight to TV movie. And so. I feel like if it's on a streaming service, then it'll probably, probably will, will end up watching it. It'll definitely be on the Disney streaming service. But just the point of like, just let it. Die, I knew this Disney. would happen with the, it's dead with and the it's live like, action stuff. Everything like, is becoming everything's live action. action. Yeah. It's like you know they're making an Aladdin live action, a I'm Lion a, King live action. Okay I don't even think you can. You can't even call Lion King live action. Exactly, you can't call it live action. There's gonna be that much CGI in it. It's realistic animation is what it is. But live action just sounds so much easier. Yeah, no, like I'm okay with the Lion King just because I really, really did love that movie. But it came out before I was born, so I'm okay with going to the like theaters and seeing that in theaters like it'd be cool the, there was only th- one thing i wanted with that and that is james earl, J- earl jones coming back to voice mufasa can you and please he is yeah we talked about this last time oh yeah we did yeah, yeah that alone right. will bring me back to see it i'm just i'm an overall fan of like the the story of the lanking so if they don't really change it that much i'm okay with it and i will go see it yeah uh because I, I think they have done a good job like uh, since I have two little sisters, I end up seeing a lot of the live-action princess movies. Yeah, sure, stuff. that's why you see them. <laughs> why else would I go and see them? Like, whenever we... <laughs> we drag them to see the Marvel movies. They drag us to see those movies. Ah, uh, so it's a trade-off. So, yes, it's I a see. trade-off. It's a one-off. <laughs> but, uh, no, when I, when I have ended up seeing those, I'm like, well, these aren't these aren't horrible, like... Yeah, they they were actually entertaining. Like, yeah, I mean, I have seen the older ones, obviously too, because I have little sisters. So, yeah, like, I think they have done a good job making them live action. Yeah, the number yeah. of guys, even though the story is quite a bit different. In my household, so I have not seen a lot of those movies. <laughs> so, yeah, I know my I know my sisters and my mom always go see them. It's like their favorite thing to do is go see like the remakes of the princess movies. They get us. Like that. My sisters and like my mom get as hype about like the new princess movies as the dudes in my family get hype about like Star Wars and Marvel it's kind of funny that or, is like funny. Pride and Prejudice stuff like oh my gosh I that is the one movie they haven't been able to drag me to watch is it the new one or the old one both okay Pride and Prejudice I've and zombies. seen the old one not horrible I can't I can't <laughs> bring myself to sit down for multiple hours and watch that it's which one is the one that's like 4 hours long not the one I've seen. <laughs> there's one. There's something out there. Maybe it's no. Sound that's music. Gone with the Wind, dude. Or Gone with the Wind. That's sound what music, that is. Gone with the Wind, and Pride and Prejudice. Those are the three that I've refused to see. I've seen like bits and pieces of Sound of Music. I'll I'm, probably end up seeing them sometime in my future. I'm sure by now I've seen the entirety of Sound of Music, just like over the course of ten years, because it just catch clips when my when you know other people are watching it. But there's just gonna be one random moment that you walk in on and be like. There's the last yep. part. <laughs> I ha- haven't touched Gone with the Wind. I have seen the old Pride Fred of the original one with uh, Greer, what's her face, and uh, the other guy. Mm. I don't remember their <laughs> names at all. <laughs> all I know is Mr. Darcy. <laughs> Mr. Darcy, yeah. But, like, it was. I'm not going to lie, it wasn't horrible. I did kind of enjoy parts of it. <laughs> yeah, I think. I, when at holidays and parties and stuff, my. I think I got about three girl cousins, my aunt, my grandma. And then my mom and my sister, so I think the guys are outnumbered at that point. So that's mm-hmm. the only reason I've seen Sound of Music. And uh, then I went... Sure, and... that's the only reason. <laughs> Julianne, <laughs> let, me talk, let me talk about that for a second. Oh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then when I was in high school, I, I worked in the uh, 
the AV department. Nerd. <laughs> and we uh we worked with the with the what do you call it? Theater. Words. The, the, the theater people. <laughs> and they ended up going to see that there was a at the Detroit Theater, there was a play for what do you call it? That thing that we were just talking about. Words. Sound of music. Sound of music. Goodness. <laughs> I think we've said all of my words so far. That, um, we yeah, like sound of music, and the only reason I went and saw that was for a bill. So. Aww. Oh my gosh. I don't Nerd. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So that's the only reason I've seen sound of music. So. I think that's a fair point to wrap up for now. I think we've hit our mark. Yeah, that's a high note. That's a high note. High <laughs> note? High oh, note. Oh gosh. Okay. But, uh, I'll uh, be the one that doesn't let their voice crack. You're welcome. You. <laughs> All right. I like to thank you, you first. I like to thank you for. If you're at this point and you're listening, I'd like to thank you for list for listening to episode two of the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. Episode three will be out shortly, most likely. Or It'll, longly, depending on. Depending on how well my computer wants to yeah. work. Yeah, depending and on so, if he loses it or not. Hopefully, we've grabbed you in and you're a loyal listener now and we hope to to plet to i was gonna say something but i was gonna came out really wrong hope to words to give <laughs> what's the word we hope you enjoyed and we hope you come back yeah. basically we hope to, to we hope to be in your ears once again we hope to be in your ears once again in the future so thanks for listening yes. there thanks will be microscopic for- versions of us inside of your ears now that you've listened to us well, <laughs> thanks for listening to us let's end this before we get any more crazy so thank you for listening and we hope to see you next we hope to be with you next time this is us signing off this Peace. is all right see you.